I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein. And this is We Had No Idea. Episode 29. Almost those threes, baby. Yeah. We come to you from Okinsis, and we acknowledge that we get the privilege of living and producing this show on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Tsutsina Nations, the Iyahe Nakoda Nations, the Métis Nation Region 3, and all people who make their homes in the Treaty 7 region of southern Alberta. You can find out what native lands you're on by looking at native-land.ca. Our sources for the show today, Britannica, origins.edu.org, Vonenews.com? Voa. Voa News. Oh, okay. <laughs> One N. Um, well, I, um, BBC.co.uk and Armenian-genocide.org. Ooh. Downer. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so, so, so much for downloading this episode. And, I mean, probably like 28 before it. Right. <laughs> Uh, we really appreciate you uh, listening, and if you would like to rate, review, subscribe, please, please, please do. Yeah. That- <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> that was the end of my sentence. Oh, okay. It didn't sound like it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. Thank you very much for, yeah, downloading and listening, like she said, and all of that. This has been a whole lot of fun to do, and hopefully they're fun to listen to. Yeah. And uh, if you want to contact us in any way to, you know... Uh, shower us with adoration or tell us about your day you can (laughs) uh instagram at we had no idea podcast and gmail we had no idea podcast at gmail.com yeah send us an email do it yeah why not any suggestions as well suggestions yeah show ideas yeah recipes you liked (laughs) (laughs) why I don't know. I'm oh, okay, mood. okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, so this week, as the uh, the episode title and perhaps the picture, if you follow us on Instagram, has told you, uh, is that this episode is about uh, the Turkish-Greek war. Yeah, th- this was a, a suggestion to you. And when you brought it up to me, it was, oh, yeah, uh, we should do the Turkish-Greek war. I was like, okay, haven't heard of that, so Singular. let's go for it. And then when I looked it up, uh, there was two of them. It's like, okay, well... Don't know which one we're talking about, so I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> yes, this was a recommendation by my dear friend Vula Zanis. Mm-hmm. Super Greek. <laughs> Super duper. That's not even her real name. <laughs> that's just, that's an easier version of her name. Can you believe right. that? Huh. Anyways, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I won't, I won't spill the beans. I won't say her real name. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, are, are we starting now? Yeah, I think so. Why, oh, okay, don't, why cool. don't you get us going? Okay. Uh, the first war, uh, that we're going to talk about anyway, between the Turkish and Greek people is yeah. called the 30 days war. It lasted for nine years. Uh, it took place <laughs> against a background <laughs> of Greek concern over conditions in Crete, mm-hmm. Crete, which was under Turkish rule, despite the population being majority Greek and where relations between Christians and their Muslim rulers was deteriorating. In 1896, there was an outbreak of rebellion in Ooh. Crete, which is how it was described in the, the, the websites. So I was like, well, that's staying in. Um, started in part by the secret Greek nationalistic society called Ethniki Etiria. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, and it appeared to present Greece with an opportunity to annex the island. Okay, I had to look up, because in our research, annex, the word annex came up a lot. And I was like, doesn't that mean to like get rid of like nicks mm-hmm. it doesn't 
Oh, okay. It means to, to make a part of you. Mm, that makes sense. So an opportunity to take the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. annex going forward, and <laughs> I guess always, uh, right. meant to, to make a part of, of you. Look at that. We're learning already. Wow. <laughs> in January 1897, a Greek fleet was mobilized, and in February, Greek troops landed on the island, and union with Greece was proclaimed. The following month, however, the European powers imposed a blockade upon Greece to prevent assistance from being sent from the mainland to the island. They took this step to prevent the disturbance from spreading to the Balkan. Balkans. Damn it. Balkans. Balkans. Stalled in their t- <laughs> stalled in their attempt to assist the Greeks in Crete, the Greeks sent a force commanded by Prince Constantine to attack the Turks in Thessaly in April of that year. By the end of April, however, the Greeks who were inadequately prepared for war had been overwhelmed by the Turkish army, which had recently been reorganized under German supervision. Hmm. The Greeks then yielded to pressure from the European powers, withdrew their troops from Crete, and accepted an armistice, my favorite word ever, yes. on the mainland in May of 1897. So, landed in April. Like, they landed, yep. blockade was put on them, and then in April they were like, no, we're going to do it, we're sending a fleet, and then by May, no. Right, hence, no. hence the 30 days. Yes, very short. A peace treaty concluded on December 4th compelled Greece to pay the Turks a certain amount of money to accept an international financial commission that would control Greek finances and to yield some territory in Thessaly to Turkey. So some uh, some caveats okay. on what they have done. Mm-hmm. Subsequently, the Turkish troops also left Crete, which had been made an international protectorate and an autonomous government under Prince George, the second son of a Greek king, was formed uh, on the island in 19. No, I'm way ahead of myself here. (laughs) No, way ahead of myself. 19 is coming up in two years. But in 1898. Although Crete's foreign affairs were still handled by Turkey, Crete was finally ceded to Greece by the Treaty of London in 1913, which ended the First Balkan War. Balkan? Balkan. Balkan. Damn it. Balkan War. So it was finally annexed, which again is fancy for added as a part of Greece. Yeah. So that is the end-ish of the First War. That's the 30 days war. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything kind of happens within the 30 days. But as you can tell by the years, uh, mm, there isn't really a good solution until 1913. So, right. Yeah. It's like the the actual war itself um, only lasts 30 days. But the the, the paperwork, you know, it it builds up. 16 years. Right. Wow. Jeez. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, the second war occurred as World War One was ending. What a the, great time for a war to start. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, everyone's pretty well done, but some people just want to keep the party going, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Allied powers in the Ottoman Empire signed the Armistice of Mudros. The Ottoman Empire was to be divided up among the Allies, with all powers sending forces to occupy Constantinople. Which is Istanbul today. Okay. I want to just say, because I was like, where the fuck is Constantinople? Hmm. Good to know. Mm, Yeah. As part of the deal, Greece received the city of Smyrna. Smyrna. Nice. 
Uh, that place was a wealthy city <laughs> inhabited mostly by minorities in the Ottoman Empire, Greeks, Jewish people, and Armenians. For Greece, the city was more than just a prize for participation in World War I. It validated the Greek foreign policy goal of capturing Constantinople and reviving the Byzantine Empire, or Greater Greece, as they called it. Greek troops arrived in Smyrna in May of 1919 and the war began. Local ethnic Greeks and Armenians joined forces with Greek troops. Reports soon circulated that these untrained volunteers committed acts of violence against their Muslim neighbors. Rumors of such brutality enraged an already growing revolutionary faction within the Ottoman Empire, which was only a few years away from dissolving. They didn't know that, but right. we do. <laughs> Initially, the Greek army's intent was to secure the region surrounding the Smyrna occupation zone. But by the summer of 1920, Greek forces eyed Ankara and began to push deep into the heart of Antolia? Anto Anatolia. Yeah. There's an extra A in there. Britain backed this move into Turkish lands because it saw the Greek military as a conduit to crush the Ottomans' revolutionary movement. By October of 1920, Greek troops had gained control of northwestern Anatolia. Turkish revolutionary forces using guerrilla warfare slowed the Greek army's progression, and Greek soldiers' acts of violence against Muslim villagers created fear and panic and fueled ethnic conflict. In acts of reprisal, revolutionary forces brutally murdered Greek Orthodox villagers and forced many others to migrate east to the Greek occupation zone. As fights dragged on, the Greek public grew against war, and troops' morale declined rapidly. Britain, anxious about the perceived instability of the Greek government, withdrew its support. Into this vacuum, the Soviets began providing munitions to the revolutionary forces in an effort to check Western expansion and turn the tide of war in favor of Ottoman Turkish forces. So th there's, there's this war going on, but it does kind of seem like um, some... What? We have a dog in here. Lola wants to be a part of the show. Oh, she just let out like a little throat fart. <laughs> um, but it does feel... I'm going to leave all of this in. Please. Um, it does feel like they're... I, I don't want to say puppets because that feels like a, a bad no, word. No, puppets but kinda, is what I was going to say. It, it, it kind of seems like it's like, oh, there's drama over here? Well, let's go stir up some shit. You know, it's like they're like gossip girls they're just kind of poking their way in there. Totally. It's very like Big Brother strategy where you have all the... Strong people take each other out. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. just float along. Yeah. By the end of 1920, the Greek advance had stalled. The Battle of Sakarya in August saw heavy losses for the Greeks and was a strategic victory for the Turkish national movement. For the Greek forces, this defeat completely halted any hope for advances and sent shockwaves through the government in Athens. After a heated parliamentary... Fuck. That is a hard word. <laughs> parliamentary debate, the government decided it was far too invested to end the war because once you dig yourself a hole, the only thing to do is keep digging. Yes. Plus, yeah. conceding defeat meant that Greece forfeited its territorial claims to Smyrna. So, I mean, I guess that there is a reason to keep digging, but like... Definitely the sunk cost um, pot committed strategy, which when you're talking about poker is one thing. When you're yeah. talking about human lives, seems yeah. a little... Blase about Very everything. much uh, Lord Farquaad. Some of you may die, mm -hmm. but it's a risk I'm willing to take. Yes. 
In January of 1921, the Greek army, despite its lack of equipment and its unprotected supply lines, mm. launched an offensive in Anatolia against the nationalist Turks. The Greeks were forced to begin a slow retreat towards Smyrna. The final death knell came in August 1922 with the Turkish Great Offensive. Over 100,000 Turks pitted against a Greek contingent of 200,000. The Turks defeated the Greeks' final push at the Sakarya River, um, all of this lasting from the end of August to the beginning of September in 1921. The military operation lasted 24 days and essentially crushed the Greek army, forcing a hasty retreat. The revolutionary forces, I know it's very disappointing, Lola. <laughs> the revolutionary forces captured 15,000 prisoners of war and encircled numerous divisions as they tallied the Greek troop ta sorry, as they tailed the Greek troops um, to the coast. The great offensive concluded when the revolutionary forces entered Smyrna and the city erupted in flames. Thousands of Greek and Armenian refugees, as well as Ottoman Turks, fled in horror, jumping into the sea to escape the fire. It took nine days to extinguish the fire, and nearly 100,000 people perished in the flames. The great Ottoman city of Smyrna was reduced to ash. It was the end of the Greco-Turkish War and of a vision of a greater Greece. So the guy that's kind of leading this Turkish resistance slash committee of people refusing Greece uh, to have Smyrna was a dude by the name of Mustafa Kemal. Uh, he was born into the Ottoman Empire and he made his military reputation repelling the Allied invasion at the Dardanelles in 1915. That was that Battle of Gallipoli during uh, World War One. Mm -hmm. If you want to hear more about it, you can go listen to episode 28. Oh, hell yeah. We had no idea. Anyways. Uh, so in 1921, Kemal established a provisional government in Ankara. In 1923, Turkey became a secular republic with Kemal as its first president. He established a single party regime that lasted basically uninterrupted until 1945. Oh, I, I know. Basically uninterrupted. I'm like, mm, assassinations because <laughs> you're in assassination zone. Right. In 1935, when surnames were introduced into Turkey, he was given the name Ataturk, meaning father of the Turks. He died three years later in 1938. So he does, this Kemal guy, end up does doing some things for Turkey as their first president. But it's extremely worth noting that during the battles he's having in this 1920s-ish time uh, with, with Greece, mm -hmm. um, he's also conducting the Armenian Genocide. Oh! Yeah, yeah. So overall, not good. No. Uh, so the Ottoman forces are fighting away the Greeks and literally committing genocide against Armenians. Jeez, they have, just the worst type of multitaskers. Uh, yeah. Uh, they have actual orders to proceed with the physical elimination of Armenia. Oh. So once the city of Smyrna was burned to the ground, Kemal turns his sights to doing positive things for exclusive, exclusively Turkish people only. Um, so please just do with this information what you will. Uh, he was a bad guy that thought of Armenians and like probably Greeks as trash that need to be dealt with before cleaning up his new country. So fucking yikes. Yeah, that's gross. And one of the things we've talked about before, just how open people are with their hate. Um, you know, like we, we've talked about like 
with some of the stuff with um, indigenous people in this country. And then you hear this one, proceed with the physical elimination of Armenia. It's like, yeah. they're not even being coy with the, oh, well, we want to blah, 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 blah. This is like, just like, no, we want to completely wipe them out. It's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. With the war over... Uh, the international community started peace negotiations. Britain, France, Italy, and others leading the peace talks decided that a compulsory population exchange was necessary to prevent the deaths of more innocent civilians. The Treaty of Lausanne, concluded on July 23rd, 1923, obliged Greece to return eastern Thrace and the islands of Imbros and Tenedos? to Turkey, as well as give up its claim to Smyrna. With the Treaty of Lausanne, 1.5 million Orthodox Christians and 500,000 Muslims were forced to leave their homes. This population exchange put tremendous financial pressure on an already destabilized Greece as the country had to take care of 1.5 million new refugees. At the same time, it created financial issues for Turkey, since many wealthy families were required to leave their homes and head over to Greece. I don't understand how this was a solution. Right. It's just like, yeah, just split them up. It'll be fine. Just send everybody. You know what? You're you and you're you. Switch sides. Like, what? Yeah. This is totally, and maybe this is just like, this is probably the the hippiest thing I'll say today, but it's just like, it's not viewing them as people. It's viewing them as just like pieces on a checkers board or something that you're just going to, I guess... More people would call it a chessboard. Um, and, and it's just, okay, well, you can go here and you can go there and we just need to keep all these people on either side. Okay, you know they're people, right? And they have lives and stuff. Blah, 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 blah. They go over here. They go over there. Yeah. And they're going to stop fighting. I don't Because it's it. impossible to think that people with um, any kind of differences could live amongst each other. Of course, yeah. Absolutely unreasonable to right. think that. yeah. The exchange solidified the idea of both Greece and Turkey as nation states. Although there were still minority communities left out of the exchange, Greece essentially became an Orthodox Christian nation, whereas Turkey became a Muslim Republic. God, that would be, I don't know which one would be worse. Hmm. Being one of the ones who's like plucked to uproot everything and go to this other country or like one of the ones that were forgotten about or just missed. And it's like, oh, there's like two of me here. Right. Fantastic. I mean... As long as, like, you were surrounded by good people, I assume it wouldn't pose a, right. uh, a threat here. But, I mean, starting a war immediately after one ends, I mm-hmm. don't know if I don't know if we're looking for, like, a dime a dozen here. Tension, tension's probably high. Tension's probably high. This war and the concept of religious uniformity still causes tensions between the two countries today. No shit. So, the end of this war, question mark, hard stop. Uh, basically, Britain made some rules and clapped their hands together, like... To signify that it was done, but yeah. they're like really the only ones satisfied with the result. So kind of typical. Hmm. Well, and that basically sums up about like 1900 years of history. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just clap so, our... Hi, we're Britain. Yeah. Um, We're just going to do whatever the fuck we want and then clap our hands together as if something is done and walk away. It's like the judge in The Simpsons where he bangs on the gavel and it's like, case, whatever. And then someone tries to bring in other information. Blah, 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 blah. The gavel has been banged. <laughs> it's like, no, I made up my mind. Yes. Yeah. So. Blah. Blah. Very that's much my, so. <laughs> that's my expert two cents on everything. Yeah. 
Um, so I guess that that's the end of this story. It, it does feel very uns- unsatisfying. Um, mm-hmm. There was some news articles from uh, 2019, I believe, uh, that said there might still be some island uh, disputes oh. uh, for some islands that Greece currently owns um, and Turkey would like to own. Okay. Uh, so the statement of tensions are high between these two countries still today uh, is very true. Um, I think that it has to do with oil. Mm. As well. I think there's oil under them, their heels. Ah. Uh, so Turkey's like... Well, that's fine. That People have traditionally been very calm and rational about things like that. Yeah. Oil is what brings us together. Right. The oil and gas industry oil. is basically just people oil standing hand in hand. Oil will keep us together. Oil will keep us together. And driving our cars down the road. <laughs> driving along. Uh, okay. So uh, as you can tell, that's the end of our show. Uh, thank you very much again for downloading and listening. Remember, rate, review, subscribe wherever possible. Yes. Uh, we had no idea podcast at gmail.com is our email address. It is. He said confidently. Nailed uh, it. And we had no idea podcast on Instagram is where you can find updates about the show. This totally. show. Totally. This show. That we do. Right um, this was a little quickie one. Yeah. Yeah. This one. This was very, for it being wars uh plural right this was pretty fast yeah well the one was 30 days 30 days i mean 16 years of paperwork but they came they saw they left it was yeah (laughs) and then this one here too like there wasn't uh, again all due respect to to everyone who was deeply affected it's like no there wasn't like it was kind of one-sided there was battles and then well should we leave no we shouldn't we're too in too deep and then they got beat more okay well maybe we should leave and then a city got set on fire and a ton of people died and they were like, yeah, all right. right. Yeah. And then we found out that the people that made all of those people die were making a whole lot of other people die elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the one minute version of this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this was a we kind of flew through this one today. Yeah. But thank you for listening. Thank yes. you for coming back, downloading, doing your thing. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye. Toodles. <laughs> See ya. Where's the stop button? There.